Good afternoon, y'all. Seeing so many people today. This is awesome. Lent brings us all in, right? Um, guys, today's uh, gospel reading, it's, it's perfect for the first day of Lent, right? This, this first Thursday after Ash Wednesday. Um, why is it so perfect? Well, because Jesus is, is speaking right about the cross. He's speaking right to us about suffering, about penance, right? So kind of set things into context for you. Um, today's reading comes from Luke's Gospel, chapter 9. And we're just going to back up just so you can kind of see Jesus and what he's doing right here. In the beginning of chapter 9, he calls the 12 apostles, right? He gives a mission to them to go out and to preach, expel demons, and to heal. And so they come back from that, and they're all excited, and Jesus spends the time with them. Then from there, they have the feeding of the 5,000. So they experience Jesus' power of the feeding of the 5,000 people from these fishes, these uh, loaves and fish. A miraculous experience. Picks up 12 wicker baskets full of extra bread. And then Jesus is speaking, and he says to his apostles, he goes, who do people say that I am? Like, there's a lot of talk about Jesus at this point. He just fed 5,000 men. You could assume women and children. So roughly 15,000 people were just fed. People are talking about him. He's the talk of every conversation. And so he goes, who do people say I am? And you would think for a moment that it might seem somewhat egotistical, like Jesus actually cared what people thought about him, but it's not. There's a cool series of questions. He says, who do people say that I am? And they answered him. He said, some say you're John the Baptist, others say you're Elijah, or one of the prophets has risen from the dead. And then Jesus says, but who do you say I am? So he's getting a general idea of what the people were saying, because they don't yet know he's Messiah. Now he wants to know the apostles, who do you say that I am? Like, you're following me for a reason. There's 12 of you here. Who do you say that I am? It's super personal. And Peter steps up, and I love this. He says, you are the Christ, the Christ of God. You're the Messiah, right? And then Peter says, blessed are you, Simon Peter, for flesh and blood has revealed it to you. So Peter had a direct revelation from the Father of who the Son was. Jesus didn't say it. Nobody told Peter this. The Father told Peter he's the Messiah. And Peter confesses it. After that confession, you would think Peter would have been like, oh, man, I got the answer right for the first time. I finally got it right. And then Jesus, right after that conversation, has today's gospel. He goes straight to their heart and he lets them know, look, guys, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to be betrayed. I'm going to be turned over. I'm going to be crucified. And I'm going to die. And on the third day, I'm going to rise. And you can imagine how their heart must have sunk when they heard that, right? They thought they were part of the winning team. They really, the Jews thought that the Messiah was going to be this, this, this guy that was going to come in with a military type of attitude and win over the oppression that was happening with the Romans. And then Jesus says, no, they're going to kill me. And I don't know, whenever you hear bad news, you never hear the good news that follows it. I don't know if that ever happened to you, like the doctor tells you bad news. And all of a sudden you just kind of blank out and you don't hear the rest of the story. I think that's probably what happened to them here. They heard, I'm going to die. And they didn't hear, but I'm also going to be raised from the dead. Right? Because at the end of Jesus' crucifixion, there, 
in a state of great hopelessness. So I think it's really cool that Jesus predicts this about his death, and then he looks at each one of them, and he says that if you want to be my disciple, you have to pick up your cross, and it says daily. Pick up your cross daily. Deny yourself and follow me. Right? These are three things that would have been somewhat appalling, especially pick up your cross. Guys, the cross was not something that anybody would have wanted to pick up and carry. That was a Roman instrument of torture and of death, and only the worst of the worst would have been crucified on the cross. And Jesus is looking at him going, you got to pick up your cross, right? It would be telling us, you got to pick up your electric chair and follow me. you got to pick up the guillotine and follow me. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's, a, it's an instrument of torture and of death. And that's, this is what Jesus is telling them. If you want to follow me, if you want to be my disciple, you've got to pick up your cross daily and follow me. Deny yourself, right? And so there is this great mystery about our existence as Christians of the cross. Without the cross, we're nothing. The cross is what gets us to heaven. There's a wonderful quote from one of the saints. She said, the cross, our cross is our ladder to heaven. Right? If you want to get to heaven, you've got to have the cross. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes that cross is, doesn't feel real good. And many times we want to say, Lord, can you just like, take this cross away from me? It's just a little bit too much, a little bit too heavy. Just shave a little bit off. I'd rather their cross. It looks lighter. The one that you've given me is, is kind of tough to carry. But no, the crosses that the Lord has given to us, they come in all shapes and sizes. They can be all sorts of things. Don't pray for a cross. <laughs> Just don't do it. They're going to come, right? And it might come from a freak accident that happens, right? And all of a sudden, you've got to deal with, with issues of the body, you know, because of an accident. It might come with bad news from a doctor. It might come with job unemployments. It might come with students flunking out of school. You know, it might come with being kicked out. Like, all sorts of stuff happens. These are crosses. And instead of rejecting them, Jesus says, pick it up. Pick it up. Don't complain about it. Let it be the very thing that sanctifies us. Let it be the very thing that draws us closer to God, right? Let it be the very thing that unites us closer to the heart of Jesus. He didn't run from his cross. He saw it. He sweat blood because of it, right? But he embraced it, and he carried it, and he allowed himself to die on it for us. And so we get to share that in this Lent. So it's a good question to ask today. What's my cross today? What is it? Is there body pains? Is there struggles? Is there, is there stuff going on inside of my heart? Like, what's my cross today? Because it's a daily cross. Sometimes it's different than other days. So what's my cross today? And how have I carried it so far? It's only 12 o'clock. How have I carried my cross? And it's never too late to recommit to carrying it. Saying, Holy Spirit, help me to carry my cross with great love and boldness and give me the grace to be able to do that with Our Lady, right, to help you carry that cross during this Lent. Amen.